Hey there, welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. In this podcast, we are going through the New City Catechism. We've been doing this for several weeks now. We are on week 12 this week. And uh, the New City Catechism is a modern catechism, 52 questions and answers with scripture, covering really the whole gamut of the foundational truths of the Christian faith. And I'm not sure if this tracks with you or not, but I am just more and more convinced by the day that Christians really need to be grounded in the truth of Scripture. And one of the tools that helps us to be grounded in uh, scriptural truths, biblical truth, are things like catechisms and confessions of faith. And so uh, that's one reason why we're uh, making our way through this as a church. Obviously, the the kids in the church are going through curriculum uh, that's tied to this catechism as well. So, um, so we're making our way through this. We've covered questions 1 through 11, and today we're going to cover question 12. And just to recap briefly, um, a handful of weeks ago, we started going through the Ten Commandments. Question 8, we looked at command, uh, what, does, what does the law of God say in the Ten Commandments, and we just covered all Ten Commandments, just stated them, 1 through 10. And then question 9, 10, 11, and this week 12, we looked at two or three of them a week and, uh, and, and asked the question, what does God require in these commandments? So today as we look at question 12, the, we're asking the question and answering the question, what does God require in the, the ninth and 10th commandments? So the question again, what does God require in the ninth and 10th commandments? And the answer is this, ninth, that we do not lie or deceive, but speak the truth in love. Tenth, that we are content, not envying anyone or resenting what God has given them or us. So let's let's think about these a bit, okay? The ninth commandment is you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, or the shorthand is you shall not lie. Now, the positive side of this is telling the truth or speaking the truth and love to your neighbor. So this is such an important thing for us to remember. We've, we've all heard the kids rhyme, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. But we have all probably had someone lie about us or to us. And when that happens, what, what does it do? Well, it, it hurts. It, it harms. It may not hurt our feelings per se, but, but it hurts relationships. It harms things. It harms relationships. Much harm is done in our world with words. Uh, a text in Romans 3 verses 10 to 18 sums up the sin problem of all humanity and much of it has to do with sinning that takes place with our that, that we do with our mouths. Slander, gossip, deception, lying. Okay, things like that. James 3 says that our tongues are a restless evil. Jesus described the devil as the father of lies and those who belong to him of course will be children of the father of lies, so they'll be liars as well. We live in a world that is run through with deceit and with lies. But as Christians, forgiven and indwelt by the Holy Spirit, we love our neighbor by speaking the truth about him and by speaking the truth to him in love. The tenth and final commandment is you shall not covet. Now, it's interesting that the second table of the law, commands 5 through 10, end with this command. 
We know that the whole law of God is summed up in loving God and loving our neighbor. Loving God is described for us in commandments 1 through 4, and loving neighbors described in commands 5 through 10. So the, the commands 5 through 10 have to deal with loving neighbor. And the relevance and importance and practicality of this is seen in the 10th commandment, you shall not covet. Now, it's interesting. If you look at Exodus 20 or Deuteronomy 5, where uh, the Ten Commandments are stated, where, uh, where Moses um, recounts the giving of the Ten Commandments, um, there's a long list of things that we're not to covet of our neighbors, right? Coveting comes from a heart of envy, right? A heart of envy, a heart of jealousy of what your neighbor has, whether it's your neighbor's house, car, wife, job, opportunities, looks, or whatever else it might be, right? We're not to envy our neighbor. We're not to, and we're also not to resent what God has given to our neighbor or what God has given to us. And I think that's an important part, right? Because ultimately, when we envy what our neighbor has, we're, we're, we're covetous, we're, we're discontent with what God has given us in comparison with our neighbor. Now, again, the law of God is summed up in love, loving God and loving our neighbor, which Christ, this is important, which Christ has fulfilled for us in the perfection of his life and his atoning death, okay? So he fulfilled the law of God for us. We cannot fulfill the law of God perfectly. If if we go back to question seven, just for a moment, okay? Question seven was, what does God require in the law? This is before we, we actually got into the Ten Commandments, and it's It's so important. This is what God requires in his law. Personal, perfect, and perpetual obedience. Namely, something we cannot give. We cannot give God perfect, or excuse me, personal, perfect, and perpetual obedience. But Jesus Christ did. And he did this on our behalf, right? He fulfilled the law of God by his perfect life and then his atoning death for lawbreakers like me and like you. But that's not the end of the story. You and I, as born-again, spirit-indwelt Christians, are to fulfill the law of God progressively, not perfectly, but progressively as we grow in Christ, strengthened by the Spirit with the, the law of God written on our minds and on our hearts. And so we love our neighbor by telling the truth to our neighbor and by telling the truth about our neighbor and by not being envious of our neighbor and coveting what he has or resenting what God has given to him and what God has given or not given to me. Now, the scripture that goes with this question and answer 12 is James chapter 2, verse 8, which says this, If you really fulfill the royal law according to scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. Let me say that one more time. James 2.8. If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. So let me just, just recap this real quick, okay? Question 12. What does God require in the ninth and 10th commandments? Answer. Ninth, that we do not lie or deceive, but speak the truth in love. Tenth, that we are content, not envying anyone or resenting what God has given them or us.